Good morning, church. So good to see you here this morning. I started the last service. Thank you, Kyle, for such a great message there. But I did start the last service with a Christmas joke. I'm not going to do it in, in this service. I'm not. No, it was, it was just wrong. It was just too wrong. So what I will do instead is I will begin with a few thank yous, which are really, really important. Uh, thanks, guys. You did a fantastic job this morning. You can take your seats. But I want to thank all those who contributed to our gift giving and our hampers. And I want to honour um, all of you for your generosity and for your heart for our city. So it was so uh, good to be part of. And um, uh, we had, you know, the whole church was you know, full of tables with gifts and all that kind of stuff. And I would come out of my office and, and look at it all and just tiptoe backwards back to my office and, and hide until they were all, uh, all done and wrapped. But I want to thank Pastor Beth especially for organising us and getting us into the schools. It was a, a really well-organised operation. So I want to honour her for her part in that. I want, to, um, I want to thank Ebony Bond who was here from like 6am till 10pm every day while she was uh, wrapping gifts and all that. All the other people who wrapped gifts and, and got involved helping us with, it, with all of that. We want to thank all of those people involved. Um, so there's a huge wrapping team of people. So in all, we, we delivered 65 food hampers, which, you know, again, was more than last year. And, and again, we ran out. We didn't have enough. So I'd like to always be increasing. So uh, next year, want to make sure we don't run out and have enough and more. So it's a great thing to be part of. Year on year, we've been adding to the hampers that we distribute. And um, the amount of gifts we, we did this year was double last year. So it was 206 altogether. I kept adding to it in the, la in the previous service. That we got to about 220, I think I said. But no, 206 gifts delivered. And it's great to be a church that loves the community and demonstrates that to our community. This year we went to Tumby Bay as well, distributed uh, through the school. And uh, many families got hampers there and also gifts for the children. So it's a, a, a great thing to be part of an active church, and that's all of you. So I want to honour you. Give yourselves a, a, a hand for being so generous and compassionate to our community. Also, I want to do a really big thanks to Mark and Ruth. They're on the front row this morning. Um, the donut crew at Carol's was super well organised this year, and I want to honour them for their hard work, their dedication, and also the whole donut team. So who noticed there was a donut cowboy again this year? His job is if the holes aren't in the donuts, they throw them in the air and he puts a 45 calibre hole through the middle. It says, chuck it high, boom. So apparently that's what he's there to do, but I didn't hear any gunshots, but anyhow. But I want to uh, just honour the team. So what was really awesome was everybody on the team turned up. They were on time and did their jobs, and uh, it was so good to be part of that, um, uh, you know, seeing you know, the, the team together representing the church to the community again so that's a great thing to be part of and tonight uh, 6 p.m at tumby bay we have tumby bay carol so i want to invite you to come along if you uh, aren't caroled out yet then come on down and, and uh, get a dose of christmas carols up there at tumby bay we'll be there with the uh, um with the what do we call it our little tent thing and one heart tent buy, buy a drink from us no donut but you get a drink instead so if you're a kid you get a free Super duper, is that what they're called? Little uh, frozy thingy. So, 
Also, just one more thing. Uh, it's great to have, um, oh, sorry, I forgot your name. Kathleen from Bandura. That's just down the street from where I grew up in Melbourne. She goes to my sister's church. So from Uni Hill, great church. Um, and I remember with Nick Resky going to a bare block of land in Bandura and he's telling me, who remembers Nick Resky here, anyone? Pastor Nick. Uh, and he, he was showing me this block of land saying, well, we're buying this block of land. We bought this other warehouse and they just built this amazing facility. And I'm like, I'm just so jealous. How does he do that? But anyhow, the great church, Uni Hill, if you're ever in Victoria, in Melbourne, go and visit Uni Hill. And don't say that you're related to me in any way. <laughs> I have quite a few family there. Actually, my ugly brother goes there. So if you, if you think I'm bad, you think I'm ugly, you haven't met my brother. You haven't met my brothers. That's the joke for Christmas. That's it. That's better than the other one. <clears throat> but one thing I do want you to pray for me. <laughs> I need a lot of prayer. <laughs> now I do. Pauline's going to like... But uh, from the 27th of December till um, I think it's New Year's Day, I'll be speaking at a conference at Halls Creek in Western Australia. Uh, remote Aboriginal communities, they're all coming together for a conference and I'll be speaking there. And I really would love it if you could pray for me while I'm there. So I'll be starting on the 27th, uh, I, think, I think it's a Wednesday night. Uh, that's the first session on the 27th of December and going right through until New Year's Day. So pray, pray for me. I know that God wants to do something good. There's amazing stories of what's happening in the Kimberleys and, and, and all around Halls Creek of what God's doing in Aboriginal communities. And I'm just so excited that I've been invited to, to go there and to be part of that. So uh, please pray. I'm believing there's going to be a move of God. I believe that people are going to be touched miraculously, that the Spirit's going to fall down upon people. And right now there's a whole team, I think there's around about 35 uh, indigenous people that are, that are going through Bible college and God is doing something amazing and they're being trained so that they can uh, transform the whole north. So that's something uh, exciting to be part of. So please pray for me while I'm there. I'd love to um, uh, have your prayers for me. So um, no Christmas joke, that's out, so we don't have to worry about that one. But just thinking about this Christmas time, and without a manger, there would be no saviour. So Jesus had to be born and come into the earth as a human so that we could gain our salvation. So it is a great thing. It's a good thing to celebrate the birth of Jesus and come together as a church and remember this special time together as believers. So um, I, I really have a sense that it, it's a time this year for people to reconnect again with God. And it's so easy to find ourselves disconnected from God, disconnected from Jesus, um, to lose our way. And, and you know what? It's not the new Christian who, who struggles. It's a person who's been on the road a long time. It's those who've been doing this thing and becomes like a, a just a, a motion in your life where you just go through the motions of this church business but Jesus wants to take us through into a deeper level. And if there's anything I want to encourage you to, is to reconnect with Jesus in a much deeper level this Christmas. Now, Christmas you know, is a time for family. Uh, we decorate our homes inside and out. Uh, we give gifts and we eat a lot. We eat way too much. And um, 
But in all that busyness of Christmas, though, slow down enough to celebrate Jesus and um, remember that he, he was born to bring sinners back to the Father. And he was born so that we could reconnect with the Father. So for some people, though, this is their first Christmas away from home, away from family. But I hope and pray, despite the distance to wherever home is for you, that you will gain a new appreciation of Jesus, the Saviour, and have a closer relationship with him going into the new year and going on into you know, the rest of your life that this may be a turning point in your life. Why don't we just take a moment right now, just put our hands up to, to heaven. I want to pray for you. Wherever you're at, whatever the situation is, maybe you're away from home, maybe you're distant from family this Christmas and you're feeling that, that uh, isolation. Dear Heavenly Father, I just pray today over every person here in this room that you may comfort our hearts, that you may do something special and supernatural this Christmas in our lives. I pray truly that we may reconnect with our heavenly purpose and with our heavenly father because Jesus came in a manger to reach his hand down to us and lift us up to heaven in Jesus name. Amen. Well I want to talk to you this morning on Bethlehem. Bethlehem means house of bread. Basically I interpret that as house of provision where we get our, our provision from and it was a place determined by God where the Saviour would be born. So this place called Bethlehem, this house of bread is where the bread of life was born. John chapter 6 verse 35, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. And I don't think it was a mistake that God saw over Bethlehem, the, the place of bread, it was not a play of words, but it was a prophetic symbol of who Jesus was and what he came to accomplish. So Jesus is the provision for life. He is the, uh, he is the provision for our world as the bread of life. So I want to encourage you, if you haven't experienced Jesus at that level in your life, that you can reconnect, you can, you can experience something of the truth of who Jesus Christ is from today. Now our theme for Christmas is the time. Now God, God promised that at the right time the Lamb of Salvation would be born in Bethlehem. Micah chapter 5 verse 2 says, But you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, are only a small village among all the people of Judah, yet a ruler of Israel whose, origin, whose origins are in the distant past will come from you on my behalf. Verse 3 says, Therefore Israel will be abandoned until the time when she who is in labor bears a son. This directly prophesies of the Savior being born in Bethlehem. Israel being abandoned. It relates to the years with no prophetic or, re or revelation from heaven. And um, so there was a season in Israel where, where the voice of the prophets had stopped where it seemed the plans of God for Israel were forgotten. So it looked like as if God had forgotten his promise and, and there was no, no prophet speaking anymore. And we know from history, from the time of Micah, about 400 years, there was silence from heaven until a word was spoken 
and the time had come. Luke 2 verse 4. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. And he traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. Verse 6. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. The prophecy was accurately fulfilled. And in this little bundle of life, moving in a manger in Bethlehem, the word became flesh and was living among us. So the question many people had in Israel was, when was this going to happen? And the question we may have is, did Jesus arrive too late? See, the Jews might have thought, they might have thought so as they, were, as they endured conquest and Roman occupation and Roman domination. The timing of God was to save the Jew and to save the entire world from sin. And we, we have to understand that that is the, 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 the issue or the condition that we have to deal with that we can't deal with ourselves is, is sin. And that is the the reason why Jesus came as a baby, born in a manger, to deal with sin. Romans 5 verse 6. It says, when we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. I'm going to invite the musicians to come back and join me. But we stand on the side of history knowing the full extent of Jesus' life, born of a virgin, lived a, sinful li- a sinless life, and put himself between our sin and God. Galatians 4 verse 4, But when the time had fully come, God sent his son. See, when the time had fully come, God had sent Jesus. He came not too early, not too late, but right on time. Today is your time to reconnect with God. Who sent Jesus? Like reaching out his hand to us. Reaching out his hand to you. Don't think about what you did wrong. Think of what Jesus did right. It's time to reconnect with Jesus. It is a mistake to think, well, I have to behave right before I can connect with God. I have to do certain things and, and my behavior's got to change. You see, Jesus didn't come so that we could behave well. He came because he knew we couldn't. And we need to turn to him and ask for forgiveness and repent of those things and reach our hand out to heaven and Jesus will reach his hand down to us. Don't think about what you did wrong. Think of what Jesus does right and reconnect. See, the Father sent Jesus to us God saw through eternity and sent Jesus to earth. Not so that we could decorate trees and decorate our house and and eat way too much Christmas turkey, sing Christmas carols. No, he came that those who would believe in him may be forgiven and experience a new life and experience being born again. See, that's the the power of Christmas. That's the the, the great truth of Jesus Christ is a spiritual awakening. It's a spiritual birthing. 
That's why we celebrate Christmas. Because of who Jesus is and what he's accomplished for us. See, Jesus is more than a baby in Bethlehem. He is the bread of life. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. I'd love to pray with you this morning. And I want to pray especially for those who feel disconnected. Who feel isolated from God. Maybe you have a sense of feeling I'm isolated from from my family. And that, that sort of emptiness in your life can also be an indication of what it's like to be separated from God the Father. I can't guarantee here today that I can reconnect you with your family, but I can guarantee you, you can reconnect with your Heavenly Father through this Christmas, through reflecting upon who Jesus is and why He came. Can I pray with you this morning if you feel you want to raise a hand to saying, Jesus, I just need to get closer to you. I feel like I want to reconnect. And you can raise your hand. You can just do something to indicate that include me in this prayer this morning. Before I pray, Christmas isn't the great time for everyone. I want to pray for this too. There may be reasons why you dread the season and the day. You don't need to live with that forever. Maybe this could be the last Christmas that you feel those feelings. Today we're going to pray and hand over the anxiety. Hand over hurt and fear or pain or whatever it is that you associate with Christmas. We're going to cut those things off and set you free today so that you can enjoy the promise of Jesus Christ, the Savior who took away your sin, who paid the the price to make things right with God to reconnect us with our Heavenly Father. So today, I'm going to pray right now. Just raise your hand if you just want to reach out to the Lord today. Lord, I just pray today. We cast all our fear. We cast all our pain. We put those burdens at your feet and we want to leave it there. And Father, I just pray over your people, over your church this morning, that there may be breakthroughs in our lives this Christmas, that we may reconnect with Jesus Christ the Savior who reached his hand out to earth to lift us up to heaven. And Father, I pray for every person who feels disconnected. I pray for every person who feels distant from you, that there'll be a supernatural awakening in our hearts today, a reconnecting between heaven and earth. So Father, I just speak that life over every person here today that we may experience the closeness of the Father In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, church, I just pray that this Christmas, it's time to celebrate Jesus and it's time to reconnect with our Heavenly Father. Thank you, church. Thank you, Claire.